Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your Creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top podcast. This is episode 485 for the 29th of Adar in a regular year. So on November 9th, 2016, a crazy thing happened. Donald Trump got elected as president of the United States. This blew everyone's mind. I'm currently looking at the New York Times website, and uh, this this was last updated on Tuesday, November 8th, 10.20 p.m. So this is, you know, within just a few hours of the results of the election. And the this New York Times website, this article, is showing that Hillary Clinton has an 85% chance of winning, leaving Donald J. Trump with a 15% chance of winning. So wow, were they wrong. You know, that night of when the results came out, I remember that night. That was like such a historical night. All the televisions, media, TV media, they everybody went berserk. Everything went crazy. People could not believe how wrong they had been. Statisticians, academics, media outlets, like what happened, you know? And people have been analyzing this ever since. Um, but the basic consensus, the ba- basic idea, the basic understanding of what exactly happened is that the bottom line was, is that all of these media people and these academics, they were out of touch. According to their little numerology, their statistics and um, calculators and stuff like that, then it really seemed like Hillary Clinton was going to win. But this was all just on an intellectual level. This was all theoretical. When it came down to it, what was actually going on on the ground was that Donald Trump won and Donald Trump was actually the more popular president. So uh, in a previous podcast episode a while back, we addressed the phenomenon of an ivory tower intellectual. And we're going to go back to that today. And the reason why we're bringing this up is actually in continuation from and kind of in light of yesterday's episode. So if you haven't listened to yesterday's episode, I encourage you to go back and listen to it there. We spoke about the value of intellectualism and the value of intellectualism, especially as it pertains to Judaism, especially as it pertains to Torah. Like there's a reason why Jews are called the people of the book. We know that the value of Torah study is tremendous in Judaism to the point that a man, a Jewish man is actually obligated to be learning Torah study every single spare moment that he has in his life. So the discussion around this, this comes in the broader context of this chapter that we've been learning, chapter 37 of Likutea Marm and the Tanya, which actually seems to prioritize mitzvahs over Torah study and, you know, telling us all about, we're talking about the purpose of the world and how the whole purpose of the world is the performance of the mitzvahs, how physical action is more important. Um, it is, uh, is a, holds a higher place in terms of what the purpose of the world is, is the mitzvahs. 
So we're going to, we're trying to reconcile all this. Like on the one hand, we're, we've been talking for quite a while about the value of physical mitzvahs, the value of, of uh, using our bodies specifically for holy things, for doing God's will. But then yesterday we went into this sort of like seeming tangent just about the value, the tremendous value of Torah study and how there is something to be said of, um, of how learning Torah, using our minds for godly purposes has something superior to it over and above mitzvahs. Um, but so how do we reconcile these two ideas? Indeed, where did the intellectuals go wrong in terms of Donald Trump? Why were they out of touch? What was going on? So what we'll learn about today is we're going to put all of this in a framework, in a context. We're going to learn about how when it comes to our own self-development, then yes, we can actually say that Torah study is superior. There's something about Torah study that affects our soul in a way that mitzvahs do not in a much, on a much higher level. But when it comes to the effects on the world around us, uh, then mitzvahs really do hold that priority, which explains why there's this phenomenon of if a person is learning Torah and studying Torah, and then there comes uh, about, there arises a mitzvah that needs to be done and it cannot be done by anybody else, then the person is actually obligated to stop learning Torah and go do that mitzvah. However, if the person is learning Torah and a mitzvah comes up that could be done by someone else, and in fact, somebody else is going to go do that mitzvah, you know, they, they don't have to be the one to go do that mitzvah, they should not stop learning Torah. They should continue to learn Torah. And so in that case, their priority should be to learn Torah. So today's section is really all about priorities. When should we overvalue the intellect and when should we overvalue action? What role do each of these play? And, you know, going back to the elections example, you know, the, the whole phenomenon that happened on, in, uh, in November of 2016, this isn't to say that we should dismiss all journalists, dismiss all media outlets, dismiss all statisticians, dismiss all academics. They have their place, these people. But at the same time, they have their place. And there's sometimes there's a place for something else too. And we need to know, you know, the problem with a lot of things in the world is when people revert to roles that are not their place, that are not, that are not their realm. You know, academics are good at writing research papers. They're not necessarily good at predicting elections, um, which is a much more down to earth, concrete kind of thing. So with all of this being said, let's get into the text and see how the Altarba explains all of this about this this dance, we could say, between Torah and mitzvahs and, uh, and the role that each one of them plays and how each one is superior to the other in a certain sense, in a different, uh, in a, from a different vantage point. So again, for context, we're in the middle of chapter 37 of Likud Hanmar. And so, you know, yesterday the Altar Rabbi brought up this teaching from from the Mishnah and Peah about how Talmud Torah is outweighs all the other mitzvahs, Talmud Torah connected kulam. Today, the Altar Rabbah begins with a citation from Pirkei Avos that seems to contradict this. From uh, This is from Pirkei Avos chapter 1, uh, Mishnah 17, where it says, Lo midrash ikar uh, The essential thing is not study, but is deed. So those of you who might have a little bit of background in studying Gemara, understand that in Judaism, this is actually a very common practice of like 
arc, argument, counter argument, back and forth, you know, this whole thing. Judaism is filled with these kind of things. And one of the big purposes of it all, of these argument, counter argument, that kind of thing, these seeming contradictions is in order to eventually come to a reconciliation that brings us to a deeper understanding of it all. So that's exactly what we're doing today. So yesterday we talked about how Torah study is the most important thing. Then the ultra Rabbi here says, but wait a second, there's a, there's this quote from Perka Alvis that says, no, the main thing is the deed. So what's going on? Um, the ultra Rabbi also brings another citation here. This one is from Devarim chapter seven, verse. 11 where it says hayom la sotam that today you should do it meaning to say that um the most important thing is to do it it's action action is the most important thing and we know that there's a principle that if uh that you know as i mentioned in the introduction that if a person is studying torah and then uh and then a situation arises that there's a, a mitzvah that needs to be done and it cannot be done by anybody else then the person is uh, is required to stop learning Torah, to go do that mitzvah. Uh, why? Because, this is a citation from Echa chapter 12, verse 13, this is man's entire purpose. This is the whole purpose of our lives. The whole purpose for us coming into the world is to make this world into a dwelling place for God, to transform darkness into light, and to fill the entire world with godliness, to fill um, to, to fill this whole earth with, with God's glory. Where all of uh, all flesh will see God together. As we explained about, we, we spoke about this in chapter 36. So you can go back and listen to that in more detail about the whole purpose of the world. The whole purpose of the world is to reveal godliness down here, make this world into a dwelling place for God, which is why when, you know, when it comes to when a person's learning Torah, that's very nice and good. But then if a mitzvah comes up that cannot be done by anything else, drop everything, go do that mitzvah because doing the mitzvah is doing the mitzvahs is our entire purpose. However, the ultra bit goes on. Um, if there's a capacity for somebody else to do that mitzvah, like it's not something that is specific to you that only you can do it. Um, then the person, you do not need to stop learning Torah, even though what is Torah? Torah is merely an explanation of doing mitzvahs. Like the, the Torah is all about how to do mitzvahs. So a person might think that this means that anytime there's an opportunity to do a mitzvah, regardless if, if, it, can, if it can be done by other people or only by you, you should drop everything and go do that mitzvah. But yet that's not the case because if it can be done by somebody other than you, then you continue learning Torah. Why? Because as we started speaking about yesterday, uh, when a person learns Torah, then this, their, um, the aspect of God's minds, the aspect of, of the Chochmah bin Adas, of the Insof Baruch the Infinite One, Blessed Be He, uh, is drawn down in a, uh, to a greater degree than it is when we're just talking about the organs of the king. So meaning to say, like we spoke about yesterday, that when we learn Torah, what we're doing is we're we're drawing down God's intellect down here and we're connecting our intellect to God, which is a much higher thing. The intellect ultimately is more essential than the limbs. The limbs, the mitzvahs are just the limbs. And in conclusion, to really emphasize this point, the Ultraba brings here a citation from the Gemara in Masachat Pesach in page 68b, where Rav Sheshet said, uh, rejoice my soul, for you do I study scripture, for you do I study Mishnah. And this is explained elsewhere at length, says the Ultraba. So that's the end of the section. So the basic idea is that, you know, the, the reconciliation between this idea of what is more superior, learning Torah or, or mitzvahs, is it depends from what vantage point you're looking at it. If you're looking at the vantage point of, of, uh, of the light that's coming down into your soul, then we can indeed argue that 
that learning Torah is superior because when we learn Torah, we're tapping into the wisdom of God, the brain of God, so to speak, versus when we do mitzvahs, we're only, uh, only, I say, you know, in uh, kind of in quotation marks, um, we're only tapping into God's limbs. We're only connecting to God on a limb or organ level. But nevertheless, the whole purpose of the world is these mitzvahs, is this limb level, is bringing, making this world into a dwelling place for God, which can only be accomplished through the mitzvahs. So indeed, if there's an opportunity to do a mitzvah that cannot be done by anybody else, go rush to do it, you know. But if uh, if that's not the case, then Torah study really does take precedent because Torah study affects you in a selfish, so to speak, way, like in a, in a way that affects your soul in a deeper level. Uh, so that's the end of the section for today. Tomorrow, we're going to conclude this chapter when the altar is going to bring all this together. And so stay tuned and I will speak to you then. Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Abraham Yitzhak ben Benyamin Cohen of Blessed Memory music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Taught project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com. To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow. And until then, have a great day.